Hi everyone, welcome home. Welcome to the Talk with the Zambian Child, hosted by me, Tevin Smart. Today is another bright Friday morning. So, we have an incredible new episode for you. If you are a new listener, welcome. And please check out our previous episodes. But if you've been a consistent listener, please stay tuned and thank you. And always remember, stay hydrated throughout the whole podcast. Today, we've got a new topic for you, religious balance. And to discuss this topic with me are two of the most incredible women I've had a chance to meet, Cholwe and Edith. You guys are going to hear about incredible stories that these guys have to share with us and how we as youths can balance our personal life, religious life, and life in general. So, to introduce these guys, <laughs> I'll leave it up to themselves. I would have done so, but they've got just so much that I can't keep up with. <laughs> so guys, can you tell us about yourself? Alright, I'm Chole Joyce Lungu, yes. and I'm currently doing my bachelor's degree at the University of Zambia in Economics and Development Studies, yes. which I like. <laughs> and I'm also currently upgrading, I'm doing my bachelor's degree as well in theology. And um, I'm also the founder of Global Youth Inspiration. I think that's it. It's great. Yes. Hi, everyone. I'm Edith Mushachanda, second year student at the University of Zambia, studying business administration, which I also love. Okay. <laughs> a minor in economics. So I have a businesswoman, an economist, and two religious women. <laughs> Today I have a whole full pack of incredibleness. <laughs> so guys, I will get right into the talk with these two guys. I have had time to share a conversation with these people. That's not into religion, but their lives, guys, will inspire you on how they've had time to balance religion. So, guys, when I had time to ask you to come on this podcast to discuss religious balance, what was the first thing that clicked into your heads when I DM'd you that day? I was like, oh, what? Okay, like, um, I mean, that, pers- uh, that, that, that question to me is, 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 is a personal, more like a personal question. Yeah. And uh, I was like... Wow, I like the courage. <laughs> I mean, I was I was amused and amazed at the same time. I was amazed by the fact that it's it's an incredible topic. I, I really love to talk about such topics. And I was amused by the courage. So, I mean, we should continue talking about these. Uh, yeah, sure. Thank you. Edith? Um, when you first told me about uh, discussing this topic with you. Yes. Seeing that we are friends, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I was I was honored uh, and humbled at the same time because for me it it made me realize that obviously there are certain things that you've seen in me and yes. it being religious balance. Really, I was glad that actually a friend of mine can actually invite me and discuss such a wonderful topic. That's really really. I'm getting inspired. <laughs> Okay, guys, let me ask you this question. I want you to help us define religious balance in your own perspective. Generally, religious balance is defined differently by different people. 
but how do you two define religious balance in your own perspective? We can start with you, Chobe. Thank you very much, Tevin. I like that it's my own uh, perspective, okay, because uh, someone out there might not just define it. Yes. I, I would. So uh, for me, religious balance is really trying to um, see to it that the other works or the other things that you do, because there's a lot of things, there's a lot of desires that we have in this world, there's a lot of things that we would love to do. Other things that you do are in sync with God's will, all right? Definitely. Because the religion I'm, I'm currently talking about, because if you say religious, it's, it's, quite it's a, a broad topic. It's a yes. broad topic. So the religion I'm currently just talking about, I'll, 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 I'll reduce it to Christianity. Oh, okay. All right? It's making sure that whatever you're doing is in sync with God's will for your life. I think that's what I can call it. Okay, Edith. Okay, so for me, when we talk of religious balance, religion, when we talk of religion yes. on its own, we're talking about the believing God yes. or other gods, gods, yes. yes, and the activities that are connected with this belief, which is maybe worship, yes. which may be worship or praying. So if we talk about religious balance, for me I take it that how do I balance these activities such as worship and praying with my daily activities? school work and other things that i do yes. so how do i make sure that these two things are in line how do i balance up these two things economics say how are they in equilibrium <laughs> <laughs> yes. definitely and you being a student that must be something that's close yeah. to your heart <laughs> okay guys so from the uh from the perspective you've given us on how you define religious balance and I feel this is a topic that most of our youths have had a difficult time balancing. And most of us are trying by all means to balance, but we do not know where to strike that balance. We do not know how to even strike it. You're in this first year student at Unza, you feel like life is now becoming this incredible. You don't know where to find yourself. So my deepest question is, what or how can someone balance religion how can they balance this religion uh, seeing that they're a student one uh, they're someone else's child two and three there's just life in general that is has got its own calamities so how do they fit this religion in and how do they balance it along the way so from your perspective how would someone balance religion Wow, um, that's a good question. And uh, for me, I feel like you should first make religion, your religion specifically, your priority. Yes. Okay, if you make it your priority, you will then put it on your schedule, your everyday schedule. Because, um, and according to my own experience, yes. how did I try to balance this? What I did is, I, I, on every schedule that I write, I'm fond of writing a particular schedule of how my day will go on okay. a paper. And on every schedule I write, I must put something that is related to building me as a Christian. Yes. Okay. Is it praying? Is it going to pray? Is it reading the Bible? Okay. Which was on my schedule. So I feel like from there, and, 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 and if you place it on your schedule, you must be disciplined. 
It's very important. You must Definitely. be disciplined. And when you're disciplined, you're going to follow everything else that you put there. Consistency <laughs> is key. Thank you very much. So I feel like there's certain things that if, it, if you're doing it for the first time, yes. trust me, you have to force yourself to do it. And as you go on, it'll flow like a river. You'll like it. You'll like it. It'll become your everyday life. So that's how I feel. Just make it your priority. Put it on your schedule and be disciplined. See to it that you follow it up every day. Okay. Edith. Well, she said it all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so um, just to add on what Cholwe has said. Yes. Um, for how do we achieve this religious balance? Yes. For me, I feel the, the, the first thing you can do is come up with a plan. Yes, that's for sure. Set your targets. You know, if we, we're just moving anyhow without a proper plan, say, okay, I'll do this at this time, I'll do this at that time, meaning it will not be possible for you to balance your religion and other things that you, that you do on a daily basis. So, for example, if I have maybe youth meetings on that particular day and have school, maybe an exam or a test, how am I going to be able to balance these two? So if I'm always making up plans, like she said, I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is maybe attend um, daily devotions, then after that, what's my next thing? And then if they follow in that order, I'll be able to see to it that I've managed to do two things at the same time. Yes. I've managed to do something religious, and I've also managed to do something other than that, which is maybe school or work. So the best thing that we can do as youth is, is come up with, with a plan and set our targets. Okay, so you've talked about planning and setting your target. So you mean we as youth should take up a time where we get to plan what we're supposed to do, set up a target of what we want to achieve? So are there any steps one should take when make, coming up with a plan? Are there anything, are there any additions that you could add on how they could come up with this plan? Is, do they, is there a special book they need to buy? <laughs> is there a special pain? Like always, you know, when, some, when people talk about planning, we're always thinking, someone just goes, I just plan my day at night. I'm like over the door. <laughs> you know, it always just makes you feel like, what, what about me? I write every day. Do I need a special book? So how do you even plan this um, plan? <laughs> How do you even come up with a plan and a whole schedule? How? Wow, I mean, I, I don't know if... Um, uh, I think, just like Edith said, yes. you need to set uh, certain targets. Okay? And on the how part, though, it, it doesn't just come like that. Like, oh, <laughs> you start. Yes. <laughs> and, and definitely you become good at that. No, you, 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 you definitely need a mentor. Oh, okay. A mentor cannot just be in, in, in form of a person all the time. You have to meet them and they have to talk to you. Okay. A mentor can be in form of a book. You can read a book and choose someone as your mentor. You say, okay. I, I'm inspired by this person and, and I, I really like how they motivate me. So I'm going to read their book. I'm going to listen. If, if someone is inspired by uh, Tevin and that person loves the podcasts and all, they're going to listen to them every single time that uh, a, a, a new one comes up. So, number one, you need a mentor, all right? And that mentor can help you through certain issues, certain problems. And for a Christian like me, 
you will find that I totally believe in the help of the Holy Spirit. You need the Holy Spirit to help okay. you. There are times that you you be so weak and you don't really even want to do it. Like again, today, I don't want to do this, and the Holy Spirit is going to just lift you up, lighten up your mood. He's not going to come like. Cholway, I'm lighting up your mood now. No, 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 no. He works through people. Tell me, because I come up with something too. So the main point is just a mentor. Get yourself one. Okay, so you've added mentorship, right, to this whole experience of planning, scheduling, targeting. Okay, for me, I think there are so many people, we hear this word mostly mentor, mentor. But for some of us, we don't even exactly understand who is a mentor. Because for, for, for most of us, there are these words that have become like general words in public for youths. But most of the youths are afraid to ask the other person, who is a mentor? Because some of us are just, everybody's talking about they've got a mentor. <laughs> then you don't understand who is a mentor. So how do you define a mentor? Okay. Edith? Mentorship. Yes. In my own understanding. Yes, in your own perspective. So, so a mentor is um, basically not really someone. Okay. It can be a person. It can be a book. So this person or book will tell you on how to do certain things and guide you through certain processes. For example, um, as I was coming to university, uh, someone had to sit with us okay. and tell me this is what you are going to find, whether you like it or not. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, so that in itself was a mentorship. And I can call that person my mentor because they were able to sit me down and just guide me through life's processes. And then for books, the same books that you read, which I may recommend later, Okay. it has steps on how to do certain things. That's mentoring you. Because no, if okay. you go through those steps and you understand them, you'll see, you'll see that You'll be able to do things that are reasonable, meaning you've been mentored. So the book has mentored you. Oh, okay, that's incredible. Chod, any additions? I think Edith has uh, said most of the things. Oh, okay. You know, uh, uh, a mentor. One uh, thing I would just like to add on is when you find a specific mentor, don't don't have like 20 mentors at the same time. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, I love this one, I love this one. Mm-hmm. There are people they have the same language okay like i just listen to specific people myself they have almost the same language they speak the same language it will help you put yourself in order like because you'll be confused when you're listening to different types of people and you can't really get what you should follow so i feel like you should just have specific people who talk about who have the same language and talk about the same things that will build you. Oh, it's like how lecturers always uh, recommend certain books that do not go beyond this book. Try these uh, authors. Exactly. Oh, okay, that's yeah, incredible sure. to yeah. know. So you've talked about mentorship, we've talked about planning, we've talked about setting targets, scheduling. Is there any other thing that someone could do to balance up? Any other additions, any other tips you could think of? That someone well, could use for balancing? Well, um... A lot of people talk about the type of friends you have. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, this point is, is quite annoying for other people. <laughs> like, why are you talking about my friends? I, I love them. Definitely. <laughs> but, 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 but you get most of your influences from your friends. Okay. I discovered that uh, mostly when I'm with certain people, my accent is according to the people that I'm found. Oh, okay. All right. And, and 
usually these people they influence the way I I talk, the way I behave, okay. the way I you know approach life. So okay. it's very important that you 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 check the friends you're around. Okay, it's just very important. Exactly. And just to add on. Yes. Uh, apart from that, you should also know your purpose in life. Oh, okay. Yeah, what's your purpose? Why why do you live? So that that also should yeah. should be part of your your everyday inspiration. Wake up in the morning, ask yourself, why am I alive today? Okay. What's my purpose? Oh, that's that's incredible. So it seems knowing yourself is part of the balance, right? Exactly. And finding your own purpose in life. Mm-hmm. Okay, there is something I'm actually cu- curious about, guys. There's this uh, upcoming uh, podcaster, Olivia Tutu. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I love her podcast, guys, and I think you should go and check it out. And you should check it out. Uh, it's every Thursday, don't forget, every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central African time. So on our Instagram page, she wrote these words up. She wrote this word. I want to be able to analyze. Maybe we can find balance from this. Okay. She wrote this. Yesterday, as I caught, yesterday I was asked by a friend if I have a relationship with God, and I said I do. But he went on to ask, who is God to me? That's what she wrote. Then our ending remarks were, Today, let's take time to evaluate our individual lives and see where we are doing life without God and get back to our Father. He is asking us to go back and find Him as we are. From her own statement that she wrote on her Instagram page, my question is this. Do you believe balance, striking a balance, is mostly done when you create a relationship with God? Let me specify to Christianity. Mm. So when you create that relationship with God, do you think balancing your religion with your school, with your family works, with everything is easier? From her own statement, do you think it results from that, from your own perspective? Excellent. I'll tell you that that's, that's the only way. <laughs> you know, okay. when he was talking, I was like, wow. <laughs> he just talked about something that um, uh, some time back, not really some time back, but okay. the day before yesterday when I was uh, actually praying somewhere, uh, some first year came to me okay. and I stopped talking, I stopped praying and I said, oh, they, they, they're closer to me, they really want to come and listen to what I have to say. And and uh, we had a conversation with her and okay. and the main point, exactly what Olivia Tutu just uh, is talking about, trying yes. to emphasize, I, I, I told that, that, that young lady, I said, you're in school for the first time. I don't know what you're actually going through, if you, you like the experience at the university. But one thing I'll encourage you is the only way things will be easier for you is when you create a strong relationship with God. When, oh, okay. when in everything that you're doing, you're putting God first. Oh, I realize that university education has got a lot to do with where you place God in your life. Okay? Oh, okay. So... It's just very important. Things just become easy. They become very easy when, when you put God in everything that you do. You strike that balance completely. Everything is perfect. Okay. Edith, do you have any other additions? It's a verse. Okay. So, um, Matthew 6, verse 33. Okay. 
but seek in face the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. No, okay. So that's the first thing you should do. Seek the kingdom of God. So like she said, when you put God first in everything that you do, everything else becomes easy. It becomes straightforward because what? God is the one that directs our lives and he's the reason why we're alive today. Okay. So if we put God first in everything that we'll be doing, it will be easy for us to achieve the things that we do on a daily basis. It will be easy for us to do well in academics, it will be easy for us to do well in business. So um, my friends out there, whenever we're doing anything, remember this verse, Matthew 6, verse 33. Okay, that's an incredible verse. Just from that verse, I, I think I have a question. My friend once came to my DM, right? And I, I asked me this question. They say, seek the kingdom of God first and everything will be added to you. Then he asked, what does this actually mean? And through, on that day, I actually never analyzed this verse. Actually, actually just took it as plain, like just seek the kingdom of God. But he was like, our lecturer was having a debate. He was like, what do you mean seek the kingdom of God? The economy is in rambles. The, uh, everything seems to be in chaos. How do you seek God first? And what is this verse really trying to mean? What is it really trying to tell us as youths? Would any of you just try to add more flesh to that? Okay, I think it's, it's <laughs> I don't know, Edith, I, I think it's straightforward. Okay. Um, uh, it's, it's telling you to seek the kingdom of heaven first. What it means here is that the whole aspect of Christianity is not about the material things that yes. we possess or the other things that we, we want to acquire or have or achieve in life. The, the, the main goal here is to be like God. Okay, to walk like him, to, to, to be like him in humility, in bravery, in excellence, in love. We should be like him. What it means there is that if you are like him or if your ultimate goal is to be like him, then the rest of the things are things that you shouldn't even worry about. They're going to come running towards you. You know, that's what that's what totally means you know if you add on the economy and, 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 and what's happening <laughs> yeah. and what's happening in the economy and all yes. that kind of thing I think this 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 uh, verse speaks to uh, an individual a person and if we can all adhere to it as individuals now mm. and all come together and adhere to it we will conquer we will achieve a lot as a nation Definitely. you know so it's even as a nation we should seek first the kingdom of heaven okay that's it that's incredible <laughs> okay it seems my guest are giving me a very great time today guys and i am glad that you've been able to elaborate this and uh, i think just to take you back to the point you said you said the friends we actually have in our seiko are actually contributing to how we find this balance right so my my question is this i am a first year right in a situation i'm a first year i'm just coming into university i have these expectations i want to have these friends and you find i want to be this they call it a jobby <laughs> as university student call it jobby i want to be this jobby then i feel like going that one hour for sunday going that one uh two hours one hour for saturday seems to be much of a burden to me how do i how do I separate? And you find that all these friends of mine are like, they don't. This is their chill day. This is the time they go out all the while. 
but I still want to maintain that religion. I don't want to forget it from where I'm coming from. How do I do that? How do I choose those friends? And how do I make a balance between my study time, which is very hectic, between first whatever year you're going to end up in, and how do you just balance that? Well, yes. Um, okay, I'll be practical on this one. Yes. So for me, when I when I came from when I came to university, yes, I already had friends that I met in high school. But then when I came here, I knew I was going to meet different people, more yes. people. And then during the orientation week, I found that my church was actually there was there's actually a ministry for our church here. Mm, okay. And the first thing that I did was to affiliate myself to the same church. And then I was glad that the people there were actually making follow-ups, coming to pick me up for morning, oh, okay. morning devotion. That's really incredible. Yes, every day in the morning they would come to pick me up, they would send me reminders that I need to go for Vespers. Then they actually chose one person to mentor me. Oh, okay. Yes. So like each first I was given a senior to mentor them. And in that way I actually felt more at home. Oh, more great. at home. I was very free and I didn't forget where I was coming from because the first thing I did at the first year was to affiliate myself to the local church that I go to when I'm home. Okay. Make friends of the same faith. Okay. I'm not saying don't make friends of other faith. <laughs> but okay. people that have things in life with. No, okay. People that, that can reason with me. People that I know that if I'm close to this one, they will help me in this and this way. So as a first year, please ensure that you find your church within school. I'm very certain, especially on a Sunday, when you're passing through October camp, yeah. camp up there, the different buses that you see there coming to pick up students so that they don't remain behind. Yeah, in university, it's God who brought you here for, to start with. Definitely. God brought you here for a reason. So don't put away God and say, I'm here for academics only. No, we also need other, other aspects, such as social aspects and also religious and spiritual aspects. That's incredible, Edith. Cholo, any addition to what Edith has said? Uh, that's, that's awesome what she has <laughs> said. And, and um, um, if, if I would add anything there, I would say, um, you know, this is the, the whole topic that we are talking about here. Definitely. We're talking about striking a balance, okay, religious balance. And, and what we're saying here is that when you come to university, for me, if, if, I, if I get her practical part, and say, oh, mm. my practical part was I didn't actually find friends. No. Okay, okay God found friends for me. Oh, <laughs> all right, and 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 every every time they avail themselves to me, it, it almost seemed like I knew the task that they came for in my life. It's it's very important uh, uh, for you to first scrutinize what task somebody has in your life. How is probably Edith benefiting me? How is she building me? Is she building me? There are people that are not really so much religiously inclined, but they would sort of build you academically. So it's it's now your your role to see to it that you also help them strike a balance between their religion and their academics. Because there are people that are really good, they bend on one side, which is their academics, and they're not they're not they they're not really happy when it comes to their 
uh, Christian life and their religion and all that kind of thing. So for friends, what happens is that there should be an exchange or something. If, if, I'm, if I'm coming to you, Tevin, there must be something that I, I must get uh, from you and something that you must get from me. So, and that's all about it, I think. Uh, it's just really important that you allow God Help you find friends. <laughs> That's incredible, guys. We've heard so much from these two. They've talked about planning, scheduling, setting targets, having priorities, having mentors, choosing the right friends, making sure you're affiliated with the church that you have. And we've heard from these two incredible females on their way and their aspect and how they've gone uh, through uh, school, through life, and been able to balance their religion. There's this one question I always want to ask on my podcast. Because I feel university is always diverse, right? I always want to ask this question. Uh, who do you think it's easier for to strike a balance? A self-sponsored student or a, a student on a, on a student loan? Who do you think is, is it easier for both? Or what? what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Right. Um, <laughs> that's an interesting question, okay? They are all extremes. You talked okay. about a student on loan. Oh, yeah. We don't know. Probably they're on hundred percent. Okay. Definitely. And and another one here that's on self sponsorship. They're all extremes. Okay. I'll give you the squat. They they when you have a lot, you will take it for granted. Okay. Okay. And when you don't have, you will still feel like you're left out in, in a certain way. So they are all extremes what i mean is that none of them are special oh, okay in any way what i mean is that either of them can strike that balance it doesn't okay. matter whether they are on self sponsorship they usually have personal issues usually you find that oh usually sometimes the one that's on self sponsorship is facing some challenges in terms of trying to pay their fees and they're always not very very happy and active they're passive and so the other one that's on government sponsorship probably they have it but they're taking it for granted and what happens is that both of these extremes if they do the right things like the things that probably Edith was mentioning and that we have mentioned in, uh, in this discussion they would probably strike that balance oh, okay Edith any additions yes um It's not only those that are non-represent that can strike this balance, neither is it only those on, those on self. Okay. Like she said, from both extremes. Yes. So, on my part, you know, there are certain people that actually pay for themselves, you know that, right? Through the businesses that they do. Yes. So, um, if you, you set your targets, like I said yes. earlier, targets and make schedules and make plans, it will not only not only on one end help you okay. but um, it will help you balance your religious side your spiritual side as well so I'll just conclude by saying those who are on self don't say I am helping myself and I don't have time to balance up this balance up my religion you can help yourself by setting the plans that we've talked about and the targets you should 
put God first in everything that you do, as we've said in Matthew 6, verse 33. Put God first and everything else will be added unto you. You may not know who will just come and help you for your tuition fees. So, yeah, put God first and everything else will be added unto you. Thank you guys. Thank you for this conversation and thank you for the answers that you gave us and for the help that you've literally lended to us as youths. Just one last question that I have. How do you create a relationship with God? I think that's one question. I just wow. That's the last question I want us to cover. How do you create a relationship with God? Well, that's an interesting question. I'll take you back to mentorship. Okay. You first need someone to guide you. That's why we call it leading you to Christ. In, in Christianity, there's a, um, there's, there's a lot of other religions, but specifically Christianity, mm. someone must lead you to Christ. Someone okay. must lead you there. And when they lead you, just like a child, they'll teach you how to first stand and then walk. And then you can now walk for yourself. Okay. okay? As long as, not that first, you need to first have the Holy Spirit. As long as you have the Holy Spirit to help you. Because uh, John 14, 26 says, The Holy Spirit, which is your helper, okay. your counselor, will guide you through all things. And this is really, really important. It's a really important scripture for us to understand because the Holy Spirit will guide you through and teach you everything. Not only the Word of God, but also teach you things in class. Oh, okay. He will teach you. There are times when I'm quiet and the Holy Spirit just pops something up in my mind, like, Cholet, do this, write this, do that. He will teach you everything. So what happens is um, you need someone to lead you to Christ. And as after someone leads you to Christ, then follow some of those principles we're saying, be disciplined. Pray always, just like the Bible says. As you pray, you'll find your way. The people you will meet and every situation you encounter, everything you find yourself into will just connect. You understand when I say it? It will just connect. The people you meet, they will build you. It's just God through people coming to you. So that's how you can build yourself. So thank you very much. It is, do you have any addition from what you said? Okay. <laughs> thank you very much, guys. I've had a very incredible conversation with you, and thank you for sparing your time to come and be on this podcast, by the way. Any last words for our viewers before you could give them recommendations of books or movies? Any last words you want to give them? Um, okay, thank you. So, um, my fellow youths out there, or even adults, yes. <laughs> it's not possible. You cannot say you failed to find this balance between religion and maybe school or work. Mm-hmm. You need to set your plans, as we've said. Yes. Set your plans, know your targets, be determined, and know your purpose in life. That way, you'll be able to balance between what you do on a daily basis yes. and also religion. Okay, that's that's incredible. Thank you for those last words. Cholo, any last words? Um, thank you so much. That was really wonderful. Uh, thank you, Tevin. Uh, most of all, I'm really honored to be part of this talk. And the last words I'll, I'll just say is, listen to this podcast over and over and over again and when you forget anything just get back to it all the time and listen to more that are educated this is really interesting thank you 
Okay guys, we've come to the end of the interview segment and now we're going to go to our recommendation segment where our two females here get to recommend to us books that we could read throughout the weekend and movies that we could watch on our Friday night. So let's hear from Cholwe the book and the movie you could recommend, then we'll go to Edith. Alright. <laughs> movie. I'll first start with a book. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Alright. Um, the book I would recommend, books perhaps, if you, if you could choose. Yes. Uh, uh, I recommend Crushing by T.D. Jakes. It's an amazing book. Mm. I also recommend The Power of Your Mind by Chris Oyakilome. Okay. And then if you want to grow also uh, as a Christian and strike that balance also, and you can also read uh, uh, Catherine Kuman's um, uh, I Believe in Miracles. Okay. And then there's also... An amazing book I was recently reading. It's really amazing. Um, that's Forty Eight Laws of Power. Oh, Forty Eight Laws it's of really Power. It's really interesting. You can. <laughs> that's one. You can read that's that. One interesting <laughs> book. You also need some British history. Okay. So, um, when it comes to movies, also there's a movie I I I was seeing recently, and it's also I believe in miracles. Okay. It's an amazing movie. It was acted by Koreans, and I think you can also find it on YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's, it's an amazing. I believe in miracles. Movie. Yeah, sure. Okay, thank but, you very but, much but for those recommendations, Chobi. <laughs> so, for the book, uh, I would recommend *Peace for the Dignity*. Okay. Yes, it's a very good book and it's very for us youth. Okay. It's one book that will challenge you to know yourself as the, as the Lord does mm. and it will help you attain certain principles such as self-discipline, self-awareness and proper moral conduct. Okay. So my favorite chapter <laughs> is chapter 3. Thoughts on failure. Okay. And then this chapter starts with a quotation. Do not fear mistakes. There are none. Wow, that's wow. incredible. <laughs> Could you give us the author of the book? Uh, the author is Harrison Golube. Our very own wow. Zambia. That's incredible. <laughs> that's incredible to hear. Yes. And any movie recommendations? Even you know me in movie. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so for, for the for the movie, yes. um, I recommend Do You Believe? Okay. By John Gunn. Oh, okay. It's actually a 2015 movie. Wow, we're going back in time. That's nice. <laughs> That's yes, nice. you know me in movies. <laughs> I do know that you did. So, yes. So, it's a very nice movie. Um, you know, there are moments when you feel low, when you feel God is not there. Yep. It's actually a Christian movie. Oh, that's incredible. Yes. So there are certain times when you feel low, those moments when you feel God is not there and He's neglected us. But we realize that at that very point when we are very low, that's when God reveals Himself. He reveals Himself and just do that miracle that you will not be able to tell others about. Oh, okay. Yes, so you guys can watch this movie. It's a very nice one. Thank you for the recommendation, guys. I am really, really looking forward.
forward to watching this. It's like I, I got to watch new different segments last week okay. and getting to see this again is gonna be a very incredible experience. Okay guys, you know the time, it's game time! <laughs> guys, it's a time when I put my two, two counterparts to a game and we see who gets to win. We have the first part where we guess the person, the second part we guess the place, and the last part we do a riddle, an African riddle. We see how Zambian they are. So guys, sit back and relax, cause let's see who gets to win this game show. So guys, I'm going to put you to this test and who said these words? Failure is a dishonorable experience. Was it Sunday Sinyangwe or Bishop Imakando? Bishop Imakando. <laughs> One point goes to Chole, guys. <laughs> the next question. This man said this. He tweeted this, by the way. Do not say, can't do anything, for it is by his grace. Was it Sunday Sinyangwe or Father Lupupa? Sunday Sinyangwe, it gets one other one point, one one to each of them. This woman sang this in a song. My soul thirsts for a living God. When shall I come and appear before you? Was it Chileshe Waria or Regina Mwanza? Regina Mwanza. They both got it wrong, guys. It was Chileshe Waria. Oh my God. The next one. This person sang this Osendia song. This is the return of a prince. Glory to the crown of the king. Was it Esther Chungu or Abel Chungu? Abel Chungu. Esther Chungu. What other point to Chole? No. <laughs> I don't know. You said I answered. He's actually the one that loves me. Okay, then the last one. She said she said this when she had to change her name. This was what she quoted during her interview. I want to be remembered by my real name, and I strongly feel the name has had a great impact over my life. Was it Suwilanji or Esther Chungu? Esther Chungu. It goes to both of them, guys. It goes to both of them. So we've, we are done with which artist we're guessing. Now we're going to the place we're going. So which Zambian place are we going to today, guys? I'm not Zambian enough. Okay. You should guess this place. It was introduced as a new province by the late Michael Sata and it is the home to Shiwangandu Mana. <laughs> a point I'm goes to, to both of them. <laughs> the second one, it's the third largest city in Zambia and home to one of the major copper refineries in Zambia. Kitwe. And it's the commercial capital of copper market. Kitwe. Wrong. Ndola. Ndola. The other point goes to it. So they are now equal, equal to each other. This one was formerly known as Fera and it forms the Zambian's border with Mozambique. Okay. What is the town? It called? was formerly known as Fera. It forms the what? The border between Zambia and Mozambique. Do you have more choices? No. Okay. 
guys, I think my guests do not know the answer. So we'll have to find out <laughs> next week. <laughs> and you guys can give us your answers on our IG page at Zambian Child. We'll try to check for that. <laughs> <laughs> then the other question is, it's located southwest of Lake Bangweulu and is situated in Mapula Purvis and it's just on a tag road and it's got one of the best incredible beaches in Sanfia. Oh Sanfia 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 The last one became known as the Riviera of Zambia and it's along the north bank of Lake Kariba and it is home to one of the other famous beaches of Zambia. What is the name? Siaboga. Siaboga. To cut down this, okay. this, this party, <laughs> we're going to ask you one incredible riddle that you should be able to answer. I first walk on four legs, then two in the middle, then later on, I walk on three legs. What am I? A human being. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, they both won, and I was happy to have this discussion with you. They both got equal points. And guys, this is our time to say bye for now and see you later. And don't forget to continue chatting with us. Go to our IG page at Zambian Child. Don't forget to subscribe and please stay tuned. See you next friday once more what do we say guys bye, bye.